Hi everyone and welcome to Real Shit Podcast where, yeah, we talk about some real shit. Uh, my name is Alyssa Kinahan Dundas and today is November 23rd. Uh, today I wanted to talk about seasonal depression. Uh, with the holidays coming, um, Thanksgiving next week, and obviously Christmas and New Year's, um, it is a time of great cheer and lots of eating and hopefully family and a great time. But it also brings on seasonal depression and it's a topic that I actually have been wanting to talk about and I think is important to talk about, um, especially with it being the holiday season. So first I want to talk about um, if seasonal depression is real. Uh, I believe it is. Um, I've come to find out there are others that do not. Um, or I found that there is this idea of where seasonal depression is kind of thrown out there loosely and that is something I can kind of get behind. I feel the same way with anxiety. With that being said though, um, I find that anxiety, seasonal depression, just depression in general, um, let's just subtract the seasonal real quick. Depression and anxiety, uh, from just my experience of people that I know, friends, family, uh, especially with the youth, I have a younger sister, she's 15. Um, a lot of young kids are dealing with all of this. And I'm not going to pretend that we didn't back in the day either in high school and middle school, unfortunately. Um, and I would say fortunately, uh, it is a topic that is being brought up more often. It's less taboo. Um, and... I personally haven't struggled with anxiety. There are moments that I have where I am anxious, um, but I don't deal with anxiety, especially day to day. And I know that anxiety is also a spectrum as far as um, its severity. But no, I don't, I don't really deal with it uh, where it is debilitating to my life. I have met people where it is. Um, uh, I bring CBD gummies to my job all the time. I'm in the restaurant industry, so um, there are a lot of people, there are a lot of instances where we deal with anxious moments or overwhelming moments, um, but with that being said, I work with people who definitely deal with anxiety, and I offer up a CBD gummy to help them, um, should they want to take that. Um, I, I just think it's really important to talk about too with with the youth that if for example if you were to bring go into a bring a bunch of people into a room random diverse let's keep it you know inclusive um, and you said show me um, a raise of hands for those who deal with anxiety I'm and this is just me visualizing and bringing up an assumption and guessing but I would assume that a good 90 to 96 percent of people would probably raise their hand and I'm just left with thinking why is that and we definitely have to take more time in, in reading articles and doing research um and honestly just talking to people that are open with it um I try to do that but you know it's also people's personal business but no a lot of people deal with it and and it does make me nervous when I do see it in my 15 year old sister and even her friends and our other family members um i think i do think it's increasing i do i and i and i say that because i think the pressure that is put on teenagers today is absolutely insane uh as far as 
the pressures of what you want to be when you grow up and just school in general tests standardized tests and all the homework i think school is becoming more and more difficult uh, over time um, as far as pressure goes and uh, the standard i'm doing little air quotes and it's either that or the older generation is forgetting what generally forgetting what what it's like to be a kid um and I still don't want to even compare it because society then versus now is completely different and especially if you want to I'm going to do this in a different podcast diving into school shootings and mass shootings the pressure that students are in today and with technology and being able to see um watch the news and be on, on top of global political agendas it's a lot and you know most of the news that we see is pretty depressing and pretty negative so to an extent I can only imagine and I've lived it I'm 22 but being in high school and kind of having hopefully these role models and these positive um figures you know telling you you can be whatever you want to be when you grow up you have this career path and that and that and that which in itself can be overwhelming but you have all these hopefully this positive and uplifting feeling of who do I want to become? What's or what's the direction or the path maybe I want to take? And I would hope it's kind of like a the world is your oyster, but you know you could have this one side of your whole life telling you that, and hopefully it's a positive. You know there is that kind of positivity in your life of being that young. But meanwhile, you have shit's going on in your house. You have the news that you can listen to and watch. And it's all negative. And it's also, there is positivity in the world. There is people doing good. There are good people. I've seen it. I've lived it, especially with traveling. And that honestly has brought hope back into my life. But not everyone has those experiences. Not everybody has those experiences. And I think to have one side, to have one group of people or person in your life telling you, you can be that, you can do that, but then having a whole society, a whole agenda, a whole media telling you the world is literally going to shit you know whether you want to apply that to our government uh, our presidency or you want to apply apply it to a whole global scale and global warming climate change um it's pretty depressing in general (laughs) for everyone and i think add that to like i said school shootings and uh unfortunately the realities of today um, yeah, no shit. Kids are dealing with high levels of anxiety and depression. Um, and this is a little off topic of what I want to talk, talk about, but I, I think it is also on topic to a, a degree um, of our youth. And I, I will do a podcast on our mass shoot, um, not well, mass shootings and school shootings, but kind of diving a little bit back into seasonal depression. Uh, seasonal depression is a real thing. I'm gonna just straight up say that. <laughs> um, but uh, a friend of mine actually brought up a really good thing. And, and I, and I get, the reason why I went to, from anxiety to depression to seasonal depression is because of um, the, the idea of seasonal depression, I think, is interesting. Um, it's something that I think, unfortunately, uh, I'm recently going through. I think it started last year 
and it was the motivation of me traveling and basically running away and um, seeing the world and not wanting to come back. And I quickly learned that you can't run away from your problems. Um, but, so, yeah, I think seasonal, my friend brought up a good thing, uh, excuse me, an interesting thing, saying seasonal depression is just a lack of D, vitamin D, it's, it's uh, excuse me, vitamin D deficiency, no sun, lack of sun, that's what that is. Um, it's not necessarily that you, that you have a depressed mind, um, it's that you are lacking um, a chemical, a nutrient that your body wants and needs. But I was thinking, I, I walked away from that conversation, and this is not denoting that seasonal depression isn't real, it, it, it's a thing, it's just um, a term that can be thrown out there loosely. And I think we need to think about that. Well, and he was, he, that's what he was saying. And I, and I was thinking about that. And I think it's an important thing to know that for somebody who deals with depression 24 7, 365 days a year, um, to have the term, oh, I have seasonal, I, I'm not to be diagnosed or say that you have seasonal depression, to somebody who has depression all the time, could, I, I never really thought about that perspective. Um, and I'm not sure it's a perspective that one should necessarily look at. And I, and this is why I think this. Um, just because you have a vitamin D deficiency, if that's the way you want to look at it in technical terms, and it's correct, it got me thinking, does it mean you're not happy and you're dealing with depression? Which I, I want to also kind of dive a little bit deeper that depression isn't just not being happy. Depression has many <laughs> complex and deep um, characteristics and attributes that um, makes you feel more than just not happy. Um, obviously there's suicide, um, not wanting to leave your house, not wanting to engage or feeling like the world hates you. There, there's multiple and you know everyone's different with their depression too so I, I, I could go on forever about that. But I got it got me thinking this whole seasonal depression is is it that you are depressed because of the lack of sun? And I'm just gonna use I'm just gonna use are you not happy for now? Are you not happy because of the lack of sun, this vitamin D deficiency? Or is it you're happy because because of the sun? Um, because you have an increase of vitamin D. And at what point are you just happy because you are happy regardless of the sun the weather and I, I think it's important to realize that the seasons and the world the earth affects who we are and how we feel I think there is a hundred percent a connection there and it cannot be ignored ignored excuse me and it's something that absolutely has effect on our our mind and I think this and this is why climate change is so important to talk about um, and the effects of weather and certain um, occurrences, ha we are in tune. We should, I should say, we should be in tune with the world and the earth. There is a reason why all of this is what it is in balance. But it really got me thinking, am I just happy because the sun is out or am I happy because I'm happy? And what is true happiness? What is self-sufficient, self-induced to an extent, um, happiness and it got me 
into thinking of my meditation. I, I, I did a meditation retreat in Thailand for a week. It was a silent meditation. Um, and it was one of the hardest and most rewarding things I've ever done in my life. And one of the things that we discussed was separating you and your mind. There are two separate entities that, instead of going against each other, each other should actually work together. Understand that you are separate beings, separate things, but at the same time should work in unison, have a conversation with each other. Um, and so instead of thinking, I hate myself, I hate myself, I hate myself, you think, I'm having a thought that I hate myself. But add that extra that extra component that separates it to a little divider there and realize I'm having a moment in which I think I hate myself and maybe dive into why is that and you and then you can separate the two a little bit and it also makes you talk nicer to yourself and we don't do that ever we are our worst criticizers of ourselves uh, we will pick the minute details that no one else will really pick up and that's one thing I also really loved about my meditation retreat was talk nice to yourself. So especially when you're meditating and you feel like you're, you know, you're not focused, you're not focused on your breathing and you're, you're getting fidgety or whatever, you get um, upset. You get a little disheartened. You're like, oh, I can't do it. I can't blah, 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 blah. It's like, breathe. Don't be so hard on yourself. And I think that is such a crucial step. I really do. And... Yeah, I definitely think, I know, first of all, seasonal depression is a real thing. But it did get me thinking, you know, at what point are we actually happy? If I'm locked in a, I'll, wait, maybe, I'll tell you right now, if I'm locked in a room, I'm not going to be happy. <laughs> but, you know, regardless of um, it's dark for six months of the year or not, what dictates, males here, uh, what dictates um, my happiness? At what cost... At what extent, excuse me, is my happiness out of my control, out of my hands? And that is a very scary thing for me to think about. Because I can sit here and th think, oh, I have a healthy mind. I'm, I'm confident. I know who I am. I could be meditating every day. And the sun goes down, you know, it's winter time, and all of a sudden I hate myself. You know, like, at what point is my mind my mental state and my my happiness my my joy in life is me and how much of it is the world around me and it as intimidating as that can kind of sound and how much can suck because we it feels like a lack of control of yourself it's almost kind of warming in a sense to that I, it's a, it removes a little bit of pressure of that my well-being is all me. And I think that's actually kind of how we like to talk about it. That, oh, you just need to go do this, you know, you need to take the effort to do that. And, and when you do get out of maybe a suicidal thought or depression, you, we want to take, well, I don't think necessarily we want to take all the credit. There are many factors that can help us, um, feel better or I, 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 I want to be very cautious in the way that I'm speaking about depression because it is something that I don't necessarily deal with day to day 
um, and everyone's experience is different. But whether it's therapy or going or exercise, um, it's not an answer to depression, but it can um, help increase endorphins. Um, I do think we should take credit in taking the necessary steps to aid what we're going through, no matter what that is. Um, but to an extent, yeah, I'm, I'm questioning, I'm, I'm trying to better understand how much of it is us and our surroundings. Because I'm, I, personally, I'm a, I'm a believer that our environment doesn't impact us, whether that's a positive or a negative. Um, our environment meaning our home, our standard of living, our living situation, um, finances absolutely has to do with it, um, society, uh, our rights, uh, I'm gonna say that again, again our rights, um, all has effect on our will to live, honestly, because our world around us can aid and can, can provide purpose or can take it away. And to sit here and say, oh, well, you just, you got to find the positive and the negative and you just got to, you know, you got to be out there and, and find your purpose yourself and blah, blah, blah. That's a very aggressive, aggressive way of, of looking at it. And as much as I do think there needs to be some, it is good to f try to find the positive and the negative and, and keep an open mind in that sense. I think all those are important things, but they're not always realistic. And so... Yeah, I'm, I was just thinking about seasonal depression. What does that mean to me in my experience with it? Because, you know, it's so interesting. I, I noticed um, recently, a couple weeks ago, and like I said, it's November 23rd, 2019. Um, a couple weeks ago, I felt really, I was having thoughts. And just, I can't really describe it. Um, I was just having these thoughts and this, this feeling, I guess that I haven't felt um, shit since before I left for my trip, which was last winter. I left, um, I believe it was J January 3rd. Yep, January 3rd of 2019, I left for Asia. Um, and then it was a moments leading up to that that I was like, I, I cannot be here. You know, I kind of get a little emotional thinking about it. Um, it was very, very low point. Um, and I've been good since then, since being returning and working. And an important thing I do want to note, too, is that I don't want to think I'm just happy because I'm busy. Um, you know, I want to be able to step back, enjoy myself in silence and, and remove myself from all the hustle and bustle and the busyness of everyday life and still be good with where I am and who I am. And I, I like to think I'm there, but I noticed a couple weeks ago, the way that I felt last winter um, was very reminiscent. Uh, it was, it felt like it was starting to creep back. And I was like, oh no, <laughs> oh no, no, no. Why are you like, where the fuck is this coming from? You know what I mean? And uh, luckily, thanks to this conversation I just had recently about seasonal depression, I was like, oh shit, you know, maybe I got that. Um, but I'm, oh, I'm conscious of it. I'm aware of it. I'm trying to take the necessary steps. Um, I'm also trying to train for a fight. Um, I'm, I, I box. Uh, so I'm very much, I'm motivated um, 
to get out of the house and work out and hopefully see progress and look good, feel good kind of thing. You know, that's kind of the way I'm trying to take it. Though, should I need to talk to somebody, I will, you know, I'll take the necessary steps to talk to somebody. I think that's all very important things to, to be aware. Um, I'm not going to try and pretend I can do everything on my own, but I don't also think I'm having, I don't feel to the extent of I, what I did before. Um, and I actually wanted to, and I know it's not Thanksgiving yet, uh, but I'm actually, I love the holidays. Oh my God. And this all does relate to anxiety and depression. So we're going to keep on that track. But uh, no, I love, I love, 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 love the holidays. Uh, it's, and I'm very privileged and grateful in this sense, because for me, it's the family, it's the food, it's the lights, it's the, it's the music, I'm gonna say it, it's the Hallmark movies too, I love it all, I really do, I think people are generally more happy, um, grateful, I hope, you know, Thanksgiving too, rolling along. Um, it's just a time of the year that I, I really do love. And then come at New Year's, the snow, all that shit can get the fuck out of here. I don't care for it. But <laughs> it's the putting up the Christmas tree. It's just everything. I love giving gifts. And I, yeah, sure, I love receiving gifts, I guess. But like, you know, <laughs> that sounds so shitty. No, I, I love, I, I mean, it's true though. Like, I love to give and I guess, yeah, I love to, I'm, I'm appreciative. You know, it, it feels nice um that someone thought of me and I love going out and finding something that I think somebody really is going to enjoy you know um they'll appreciate as well um it's all about balance but uh, I remember having a conversation with my brother actually a few years ago that um I don't know if he heard it somewhere or if it was just a thought that he had that the only reason actually that the holidays exist um and, okay, let me backtrack. It's not the only reason, but a big reason, especially with society today, that the holidays exist the way they are um, is because the world would be way more depressed. Suicide would definitely drop. It gives people a reason to continue on, basically. And well, also capitalism. Um, <laughs> just going to throw that out there. Uh, obviously, buy this, buy this, get that. Um, all that stuff, you know, I want this, give me that, but, you know, I'm talking about kids, you know, talking about, you know, getting toys and gifts, it's a cha-ching, it's a great time for, uh, the economy. Um, so there are back layers as to why I should say, maybe not why the holidays exist, but, um, why they are, um, what's the word, why they are vamped like why they're blown up to the way that they are um i mean what you start getting commercials on the tv wait like the day after halloween which i'm not gonna lie i was playing christmas music the day after halloween that's the type of person i am love it or hate it most people hate it but i love it so it makes me happy <laughs> um but i was actually i was thinking i'm like is it an excuse i'm like so this whole conversation of depression and everything i'm like oh shit do I actually love Christmas because well, I'm gonna stick with the holidays because it's the whole Thanksgiving everything like do I love the holidays because of all the reasons I thought I did like I said family food everything or is it because it's the only thing I really have to hold on to um to keep moving forward and get out of my bed and and be a happy-go-lucky person um which is a very sad way of looking at it but I want to I, I ask myself these things because I want to know where my feelings come from why do I think the way that I do why do I feel the way that I do 
And why, yeah, why, I'm sorry to question, why do I love the holidays so much? And I thought I knew, but I think this is an important um, angle, another perspective to look at it, and a, and a true one. And part of me thinks it's both. I definitely think it's both. But it brings me back to uh, a blog post I did um, last year, and I actually wanted to read it to you guys. Um, and I've actually been looking back at it recently just to serve as a reminder of why I do love, and this one's a focus of Christmas, but it, it can be applied to the holidays in general. So I'm going to go ahead and read you this blog I posted sa Saturday, December 22nd, 2018. Um, you can, and this is also during my time of depression last year, and I think I was trying really hard to understand my emotions and where they come from, and it was the first year without certain members of my family um, due to passing away. So, um, it's, it's a, and also um, not spent with certain people, actually, just for being away. So, I was dealing with a lot, um, and I look back at this blog just to remind myself that my intentions and the way that I feel do stem from a good place. And even if there are little moments that perhaps they are bad, um, there's always a hint of good there. And I think that always weighs more. So I will go ahead and read it to you. Uh, it's called The True Magic of Christmas. And so I wrote, and this is under my See Me For Me. Um, it's a name I, I go under for um, my YouTube and my, one of my Facebook blogs pages and it's called see me for me because I want you to see me for who I am but back to the blog post <laughs> it's called the true magic of Christmas as I lay in the comfort of my home surrounded by family during the holiday season I can't help but feel warm this is one of my favorite times of the year because for me it is when I feel the most present while reflect while reflecting on the past and becoming increasingly excited for the future with time, I've realized I no longer write a Christmas list or send letters to old St. Nick. Instead of telling my mom what I want for Christmas, she has to ask, ask, and the season becomes less of what I want and more of what I should get others. And although that may sound like a good thing, I feel it is not. Of course, it feels good to get someone something that will make them happy, and I feel, I hope, it is not so much the gift, but the person who is giving it, and the person who is receiving it. Nonetheless, it is a time where some feel intense pressure when buying presents. Now, as I return, return home for the holidays, I'm eager to spend time with family and friends, reenacting all my favorite traditions I did as a kid. It's moments like these you wish you appreciated more when you were little, because you look back and remember doing things with people who are no longer here, that as I've grown up, others have grown old. I love the holiday season because it is and always has been about the magic. Sure, as a kid I was excited about toys, but even more so I was filled with the joy of Santa and his reindeer. To bake cookies and place a note next to the milk right by the tree. I remember doing it every year and having a parent or aunt or grandparent help me set up. Even though setting out milk and cookies was to further instill the Christmas spirit in me, it was something done together, and now I know, eaten by them. The magic was found in the fight against your eyes to keep them open, to hear the thud of a sleigh on the roof, to stealthily sneak down the stairs and see if the big man has come yet, 
That magic, that sweet, hopeful magic, is the one thing that never goes away as I get older. I still feel it. I still feel it every time I come home during winter. And as you get older, you realize the magic never was Santa, his reindeer, or even the milk and cookies by the tree. The magic always is, and always has been, instilled by family. Every year, the thrill to jump out of bed and run towards the presents slows down. Everything that day seems to slow down. Presents have been bought, wrapped, given, and torn apart. The crazy holiday hustle and bustle has finally come to an end. And I think that is the best part. I think that is the greatest gift Christmas has given me every year. And it gets better and better each year I get a bit older. Time slows down, and it, isn't, and it is surrounded by those who matter most. Because nothing, nothing beats the stillness that resides after the last present is open, the food is eaten, and only the soft music in the background keeps a steady beat. I truly believe it is one of the slowest times of the year, and what a better time to hold on to a single moment. As a kid, I used to believe that Santa would freeze time to travel the world and deliver presents. That was the magic of Christmas back then, and I found that is still the magic of Christmas now. Love, a girl who still believes. So, um, yeah, um, that was a blog post I wrote last year under my See Me For Me Facebook page. And I, I'm actually thinking of posting my blogs on some other outlets and platforms. I'm working on a website as well. But, yeah, and you know what? I read that and I oh, I think of my great-grandma Bobshi. I think of my Aunt Stacy and my mom and my Nana and Pampa and... Oh, Nini and Granddad going over there for the holidays, and my brother, oh my gosh. Oh, and Angelina, my little sister, we, oh my gosh, she was, when she was so little, opening up all her toys, and I just, a lot flashes back to me, but it also is a, a great reminder that I'm so lucky and grateful to have the family and the dynamic and the healthy environment that I do, and I want to note by saying that it has not always been like that. Um, my family has its fucked up drama as well. We've gone through our fair share of shit. Um, real shit. Um, but we, we have fought through and we are still standing strong as a family. Um, and I'm very grateful for that. And I think my relationship with my family, especially my mom, as most people know who know me, um, is very unique um, she's my rock, she's my best friend, but at the end of the day, she's my mama, so, obviously I respect her, and I appreciate all that she does, and now that I'm older, I think I can greater appreciate, um, I can better appreciate, excuse me, um, where we've been and where we are, because I can look at certain instances with a different perspective now that I'm older, um, and can better understand, to an extent, uh, what, we all went through. Um, as, you're, as When you're a kid, you don't really pick up on some of those minute things, which, are, which actually really aren't minute. They're pretty big. But, you know, when you're little, you don't... You're not concerned. You're not really thinking, thinking from an adult perspective. So, uh, yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I like to read that just to... One, humble myself, be grateful, number one. Number two, that... I'm like... Fuck yeah, this is what Christmas is about, you know? This is what it is for me. Um, and yes, it's about, you know, Jesus. And, you know, I'm not 
religious, so I'm not even going to dive into that right now. But, <laughs> yeah, uh, it's, it's a great reminder for me. And I want to dive a little bit deeper in, in the next future podcast about just um, the youth and which I say the youth youth which I'm basically a part of <laughs> um but no those who are in middle school and high school and what they're I, I can only imagine what they're going through but I, I've I've talked with my sister a bit I, I and I can also still relate uh but things have definitely heightened in the past few years as far as um mass shootings go and anxiety and depression definitely increasing um at younger ages and i think what it means to be a kid has changed and we as a society like to blame it on the kids when really we are the ones who are stripping kids of their childhood and basically making them be adults at a very young age to an extent um as far as that goes as far as what they have to think and go through and deal with um, to expect what we do out of them is 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 unfortunate I, honestly uh, I've been there and I'm lucky I got out of it and I'm and I'm and I'm doing pretty well and I m- mentally my health mentally um, and it's not perfect um, but it, it it is something I think we need to talk about because it's, it's our future. So I'm, I I want to talk about that in the next future podcast, and I'm, I I want to know what what you guys think about depression and seasonal depression. Uh, I would love to have somebody on here that um, is maybe going through it as well uh, and get their um, opinion on it. With all of that being said, I think the takeaway should be. <laughs> seasonal depression is real but think about why you're happy maybe why you're not and okay of course you have a chemical imbalance there's that um, and there goes that whole how much of how much are you in control of your own happiness people I think quotes today and and you know Pinterest will want you to believe that uh, your happiness is all within you Blah, 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 blah. Okay, well, it goes way deeper than that. Um, and that's not really how the brain works. So, <laughs> um, at that point, it's really just taking the necessary steps, hopefully to talk to somebody, see a professional. You need to take medication, you need to take medication. Um, it's not all butterflies of, like, go exercise and eat right and you'll be happy. And it's like, um, No. Uh, Robin Williams, Anthony Bourdain, so many others um, have killed themselves who people would think they wouldn't because they have a happy life. And it's like, uh, yeah, depression is way more complex than uh, the way we like to quote it, I should say. So also commercialize it is another thing that we could also get into, (laughs) but I might cut it off here. Um, Again, I, I hope you guys enjoyed these kind of conversations and I hope that what you got out of this is just think about where your feelings stem from. And I, I don't mean just depression or happiness, but I mean everything. Think about why you f- why you feel certain ways about certain things, whether it's the holidays, Thanksgiving, or it's why do I feel about, um, why do I hate, I don't know, the mall. That's a bad example. <laughs> 
but no it's like why do i hate why do i not like certain things or why do i like certain things try to dive a little bit deeper within yourself and break down the pieces of your mind and why it thinks the way it does or why it reacts the way it does to certain instances or certain situations or certain um just things whether it's media news sources what why am i why do you react maybe in an aggressive way or intense way um why do you why do you take certain things personal that's something that i'm kind of trying to think about myself and because when you think of why do i take certain things per personal that maybe others don't um usually stems back to something that you've gone through whether it's your childhood or in the past five ten two years you know what i mean and it gets you thinking about things maybe you've been pushing away and i'm not i'm i'm far away from a professional but this is just something that i'm speaking of from my own experience and so um I'm, maybe that can help others um but I've, i hope you enjoyed this podcast i'm going to sign off uh and yeah you're listening to real shit where as you can hopefully hear i would say see but you can't see me right now <laughs> um we talk about some real shit and i hope you enjoyed <laughs> All right, I'm signing off. Have a great day. Have a great holidays, Thanksgiving. Though, basically, Thanksgiving for Columbus, uh, we're just going to be thankful for whatever you want to be thankful for. (laughs) Um, That we see another day. (laughs) And hopefully it's a good one. But, all right. Happy holidays. See you guys soon. Real shit. Love ya.